Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good evening, America. Today is March the 9th, 2014, and it seems like we're getting a break in the weather. Hopefully uh, everything's gone well with you this week. We have a very interesting show coming up for you that I think um, if you are in earshot of a telephone, you might want to put this number in, and it's 646-478-5610, 646-478-5610. Press 1 and have it in the queue. Today I've got a great program in store for you. It's always an honor for me to do a show that is um, relevant and putting it putting it mildly. Uh, it's been such a long time since we have been able to. Do um, you hit that mute on them, please? Uh, it's been it's been such a long time in music period that we have had the opportunity to bring people out that actually are worth your time. Uh, I'm not knocking young artists. I'm not knocking young musicians, so please don't write me any letters. But this is just, we're just going to keep it real. There is so little legitimate talent out there now. These are, everybody's imitating someone else. People are creating content. And being honest, I've, I don't know about you, America. I don't know about you, Canada, you guys in the, in the uh, VI, what have you. But it has been a long, doggone time since I have heard an artist put a project out that actually made me go, wow, that I would spend my money on. If anything, I've heard some stuff hit the air lately that made me go, what in the hell is that? So if you feel the same way that I do, today's show not only is going to be something you really, really, really want to listen to, it's one of those shows that you want to play back because we have the uh, privilege of introducing to the world an artist that has, he's not a newbie, but you know how sometimes people have what I consider to be uh, a best-kept secret, and this is definitely the case with one of my guests today, that he is very well-known in New York, very well-known in Atlanta, but he is a uh, what I would just label as what I think is one of America's best-kept secrets up until right now. My dear friend, uh, you've known this man. He's had every kind of hit record you can name and some that you can't. 
he is known for being an architect of R&B music, and especially when it comes to even dance music, the guy's off the chart. But when we listen to his message, and, and I'm talking beyond the music, his message just as a human being, also his message as an artist, it is profound. Um, we've seen him on so many different venues. He's had uh, one of his one of his songs is considered a national anthem as it relates to love. And before I bring him on, we're going to play that music. But here's what I want to talk about during today's program. Many of you, like myself, are in a position where you are recatalyzing your life. What I mean by that is this. Sometimes it is a good idea to just start over. Sometimes it's a wonderful thing to reevaluate what you're doing and why you're doing it rather than to just do it. Often we find ourselves predisposed to staying on a path that is headed uh, either to nowhere or we're just riding in a circle. Thank God that all of us share this experience because it's the contrast in life that creates the dynamics that cause us to push forward. It causes us to move out of what is a familiar norm into the, uh, the greater unknown of, you know, for some of us that would be termed the unfamiliar. When I was thinking about doing this show, I talked to several people and I asked them, I said, what and who would you want to hear? Who is it that you would want to listen to talk about life, love, and music? Well, many names came up. And this name came up more than almost any anyone else we could mention, especially for those uh, artists that are um, just put an impression on our lives in our 20s and uh, for some of you in our teens, some of you in our 30s. When I mentioned, when this name came up, everyone said, when I think of love, when I think of a love ballad, his name comes to mind. So before I even mention this guy's name, Julia, if you don't mind, cue up his biggest hit, one of his biggest hits, though he's had many, and we're going to listen to that. And when we get finished, the minute that music stops playing, we will be speaking with the one and only Mr. Tony Terry. But right now, we're going to listen to the national love anthem, When I'm With You. Julia, if you please. Just like that. <laughs> Ooh, 
brings back memories. The good part of it is we're going to play the whole thing a little bit later. But without further ado, and because of his uh, schedule, I would like to welcome to Conversations with Dr. Devon Young, the one and only, my dear friend, Mr. Tony Terry. What's up, T? Hey, my brother. How you doing, man? Uh, it, it's always great to have you uh, present. I wanted to just jump straight into this interview when I look at the legacy and the plethora of music that you've done and the unique contribution that you had to soul and R&B music, the first question that comes to mind is I noticed that you never have stopped working, but what you did do is you went back into the laboratory or you went back behind the veil what was the what was going on? Was this uh, a new attempt at start? Not a new attempt. That's the wrong terminology. Was this you just deciding? Let me perfect something. Let me come out with something new. Let me develop the other artists. What was behind the what looked like starting over? Um, well, you know, as you said earlier, you know, I've, I've I've not I've not had I've not had a record out in a while, but I've not stopped working. I was traveling. This whole time working internationally, doing a lot of work with Roberta Flack, one of my favorites. And um, I just, you know, for a long time, bro, I didn't have a, a desire. Okay, so it, it, it happened like this. You know, um, you go from being hot um, to, you know, cooling off and then, you know, having to make that adjustment. And then music kind of, t- it, it Radio turned. I won't say music changed. Radio changed. And so artists like myself and let's say your Luthers or your, your singers, your Joe, you know, the singer singers, um, suddenly found no place on the radio. We found, you know, there was no, you know, they weren't playing us. It was hip hop, rap records. And if you're not making a rap record, you know, nobody's interested in an R.B. Love song. Even though I know that's not true, but radio just kind of dictated that that's what was going to happen. And um, knowing that, because I tried in, in like, uh, I put out a record in 03, um, and with some success, but still radio had turned really pretty much on R&B. And uh, then I put out a gospel album, and now I just kind of thought, you know, show after shows like The Voice and American Idol sh- shine the spotlight back on um, one's vocal ability or actually having the ability to be able to sing and, you know, deliver a song, um, I just kind of felt like, okay, it's time. It's time. And I know that I can't do – I mean, I sing the way that I sing, and there's no getting around that. But I knew that with regard to the treatment of, of my work musically, um, the, the the vocal – I mean, the, the, the production standard – I knew that it had to evolve. It had to evolve, and because I hadn't been making records for quite some time, I had to take some time and just really make sure I'm making the right songs, that they're being delivered in the right way, um, you know. And so here we are. It, it, you know, it is a new beginning. Every time you put out a record, if you don't capitalize on, on, the, on the momentum of the song or the album prior to it, if you let that die and then you put out a new record, then you have to start over again. So much new music comes out every week that, you know, you're like a new artist with regard to radio. I mean, so here we are, starting over, um, very excited, and uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to share this music with the world, and, and there you have it. You know, and during this time period, I've had the pleasure to hang out with you and see 
what you do and, and see the perfection and, and the artistic value in it. What do you think took place with us that we just settled? Uh, do you think it was just, I, I know it wasn't America's appetite, because when I talk to people or I go out myself, what I see is that people have a serious appetite for quality. What Do you think the labels and radio sold us out by uh, forcing on us and I'm just going to say it. You're not saying it. Tony Terry's not saying it, America. I'm saying it. Put a bunch of crap and BS out for us to have to endure until real music came back. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've definitely been dumbed down. And so what happens is, you know, whoever has the deepest pockets is the one who wins at radio. So, and that's why we have, we have these records. Have you ever heard a record, like, when you first heard that you couldn't stand it? I mean, why is this record on the air? And before you know it, after about a week of hearing it ten times a day on the radio, it's ingrained in your mind, and you can't um, stop singing it. And then, mm-hmm. then when you hear it, and, and it's because, you know, on in radio, you want to be played, you got to pay. Still today. And so whoever spends the most money gets the most spins, and that's how, you know, we're forced. I mean, listen, you're listening, you're, you're sitting in your car, you're on your way home from work or on your way to work, and radio's playing what they're playing. There's only a certain amount of slots that, you know, songs that they're going to play. And so who gets those slots? The person spending the most wow. money. You know, it's funny. I was talking to a music mogul, uh, Preston Middleton, And Preston was talking about the dynamics of music and that there's definitely a resurgence of of new artists that are actually creating new content and not coming out here doing remakes of someone else's work. What I know that you've been doing a great deal in Atlanta, and as and more specifically, you've been discovering and developing talent there. What's going on with that, and where are you doing it? Well, um, that's 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 a good question. Um, I actually host an event called I Am Music, and so what we do is provide a platform for, you know, undiscovered talent, singers, uh, spoken word artists, rappers who are, you know, who have something to say. Um, we we, apply, we 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 provide a platform for them to perform. We critique them constructively, and then uh, we take a winner from every night. And we have a finals, and then in the finals, we, we provide a, a scenario that we can um, get the person recorded. So we're, provide, we're providing an opportunity, you know, for an artist to get his work recorded professionally um, and done at a very high standard. Um, and, and so it's working. It's working. And we, we, we run across some, some wonderful, wonderful musicians and, uh, you know, to be able to, to be able to give back, because for me, that's what it's doing, just reaching back and pulling someone else up. And so I, I actually actually take great joy out of doing that and then getting in the work and showing somebody um, what they can sound like, you know, on a professional project. A lot of people have no idea, no idea whatsoever how much work goes into recording a record. I mean, it's a very, tedious, it's a very tedious and arduous um, process that, you have to be passionate about it. It's different from a live performance. You know, um, recording is an art, and the ones that, you know, are, are good at it are selling a whole lot of records. But it, And they make it look very, very easy. 
but it's it is not easy at all. And and if you're a perfectionist like me, I'm always going back and tweaking and tweaking and retweaking and retweaking until the album is shrink wrapped and put on the shelf. Up until that point, I'm working on it until the last minute. Out of the artists that you've had the opportunity to uh, witness on and witness their unfolding. Um, I know that there was one that when I was in Atlanta a couple of weeks ago, I was I had the pleasure of hanging out with you, and I uh, saw this one artist that, uh, well, a couple of artists really, Dionysus and King Malachi, and this guy blew me away. Tell me about this artist and what do you see in him? Because I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, we have the pleasure of, because of you, being in contact and seeing what I believe is going to be uh, some of the best new talent in America. What, what's your opinion of this guy? How did you find him? I know you said something about he was singing in the subway in NYC. Yeah, yeah, about 20 years ago. I mean, you know, and, and I, of course I'm aging myself by saying this, but I was in New York and, and I had this group of guys, four guys, um, and they were, they were, I was rushing to a meeting, but they were so good that I stopped uh, and went and introduced myself to them. And, um, I didn't we swap numbers, but I don't remember what happened, but I lost contact with them. Then we fast forward about 15 or 20 years, and I run into them here, here in Atlanta. I moved to Atlanta. They live in Atlanta, the guys, um, um, Malachi and, uh, and, and one of the other guys that was in that group, Trent Wright. And they're, they're here in the city grinding, you know, just making a name for themselves. When I moved to the city, I noticed that all of the entertainers, for lack of a better word, were hating on each other. They wouldn't support each other. They were talking about each other. I ain't going to support this cat, you know. And so I just kind of thought, that's crazy, man. I mean, you're, you're all different. Everybody's talented. Everybody's doing what they do and doing it well. Why don't we rally? Why don't we support each other and make each other shine and help each other sell their product and, you know, spread the word, say nice things about each other. What did you see in him, Tony? I mean, when I know when I saw this guy, when I saw King Malachi, I was listening to this guy's presentation, and he went everywhere from – um, doing stuff that was silver screen to Broadway to hip-hop to serious R&B, and his voice reminded me of everything from Teddy Pendergrass to the animation that you've seen with a lot of uh, just high-intensity performance groups. What did you see in him? Well, oh, I see passion. I see um, a ball of energy, um, a fire. Um, dedication, commitment, um, tenacity, all of those things Malachi possesses. And, you know, he's the kind of artist that, you know, he goes so hard. A lot of people don't not really sure how to take him because he goes. And, he, you know, and I appreciate him because he actually leaves it all on the stage when he performs. And, you know, I'm really, really impressed by that. Um, we actually we actually have a record that uh, that I worked on with him for his – for his upcoming project, and I think is is a cold blooded smash record, and uh, I know he's excited about it. And maybe maybe he sent it to you to play, or he'll talk about it when he comes on. But uh, Malachi is extremely talented, and you know he's one of the artists that um, that's here in the city that we support, and 
you know, again, we just try to we just we try to lift each other up because I just think it's so it, there's so much money to be made in this business, um, and it just makes sense to me to lift each up to lift each other up. If I see if I see you know where you're slipping in your performance or something or something about your presentation, and I can give you some information to make it better, I would rather share that with you than to talk about you. Or I would rather share that with you than to hear other people talk about you. I, I, mean, I just think it's important that we hold each other up. Yeah, I know when I looked at uh, his project, I was mega impressed. Um, he, We're about to play some of his music, as a matter of fact, um, after exploring the, the rich tapestry of music that you have. And I listened to him. The one thing that caught me, and I'm not going to even say by surprise because I know um, he's a young man, but he's still a seasoned music veteran, somewhat like yourself, that um, it, it just blew my mind. So with that phrase blowing my mind, uh, Julia, if you would be so kind, let's let – first I want to give this the proper introduction to those of you that are in Barbados, those of you that are in the Caribbean, those of you that are in the Virgin Islands, those of you in Canada, those of you in the Middle East and in Africa, the beauty of the Internet is you can go to iTunes and buy this music. So we don't have to wait on it to hit a store shelf for you to support it. It is definitely quality. And with that said, uh, from King Malachi, blowing my mind. Let's take a listen. For the love it brought to me 
church, I'd probably be doing that run through the aisles thing right now. Without further ado, while I, Tony, definitely stay with us, but King Malachi, welcome to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. How you doing, my brother? I appreciate you all having me on on the show. You know, so I want to salute, shout out Tony Terry, my big brother, you know what I'm saying, for holding me down. And, you know, I just want to let people know that you know, I really look up to him. He's a legend in my eyes, you know what I'm saying? And it's, you know, it's an honor and a pleasure for us to be working together and for me to have him on a record, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm just too excited right now. Tony, salute. You know, happy birthday from this weekend, you know what I'm saying? Or, or came out there to support you and everything, but things went the way they did, man. Salute, peace and love. I hope everything goes well on your new project. Let's get it in. We're about to reestablish this R&B soul music, you feel me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, Tony Terry will be 29 years old again on Wednesday. Uh, uh, I got a question for both of you gentlemen, and I'm going to first shoot this at uh, King Malachi, and then the same question to Tony. King Malachi, when you listen to other artists, I hear so many various influences in your music, and I know you just said Tony Terry was a huge one. 
who else influenced you uh, and, and made such an impression that when you heard what they did, you said, you know what, even though I'm going to do it my way, I want to do some of that. Well, you know, my mother's a big impression on me. They say my mom's like, I grew up in South Carolina. They say my mom, one of the greatest vocalists to come out of South Carolina. Her, you know, her major influence was Mahalia Jackson. So, you know, I come from those type of folk, you know what I'm saying? Um, people like Michael, I love Michael Jackson. I love Bobby Womack. You know, I love Casey and JoJo, you know, earlier stuff. Um, Boys and Men, uh, Temptations, Otis Redding, Bob Marley. You know, and the list goes on. I, I, I love all the greats, the Lauren Hills, et cetera, you know? Wow. And, Tony, if I would ask you the same question, you're a legend yourself. So when, some, when a legend says, I have been influenced or imprinted by another legend, pick three people that, that helped to influence and shape the music of Mr. Tony Terry. Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, primarily, it was my grandmother. Then, um, professionally, with regard to who I would, you know, see, I was, I was like, you know, I was, I'm the only boy, right, of, of three kids. I had, two, I had two sisters, one older and one younger. And I, because I was the only boy, you know, I was, I was the apple of my mother's eye, and um, I had a way of getting pretty much whatever I wanted for Christmas, you know. So every year I got. I had something musical. I got, you know, if it was a, you know, I'm, I'm going to say record player, but, you know, DVD players, I mean, uh, CD players these days. But um, I got, uh, I got, I would get a new stereo system every year and I would get new music and I would close myself up in the room and just listen and listen and listen and learn to singers like Stevie Wonder, Donnie Hathaway, Aretha Franklin, Shaka, um, and this really does go on and on, Glenn Jones, who happens to be one of my really good buddies right now, um, Pete Bryson, you know, and, and and the list, as I said, goes on and on and on. So I think that, you know, who I am, aside from my personal, uh, you know, what I bring to it personally, my own personal experiences, I, I like to say that I am a culmination of all the people that I've ever listened to because, you know, you, you pick up influences without even thinking about it. You know, a turn of a phrase or a way to uh, end a phrase or to do something different based on, you know, sometimes hearing somebody else sing or do something. And, you know, you, you kind of incorporate those tools in, into your arsenal. So I am everybody that I've ever listened to. Well, I know when I listen to your falsetta, uh, I worked with The Temptations for a number of years off and on, and I remember we had a gentleman, he's deceased now, that had one of the most beautiful false edits I've ever heard in my life named Ollie Woodson. And I hear in your music now, I hear your falsetta is like just, it's not, I don't even think it's a falsetta anymore. I think you're just hitting pure notes, but you're, you're hitting these notes that Philip Bailey and Ollie Woodson hits, or I hear the clarity of presence in your voice that I hear with Peebo Bryson and Donnie Hathaway and what have you. But when, uh, when King Malachi mentioned Bobby Womack, Bobby is crazy as hell. I, was, I love you, Bobby, but your ass is crazy. <laughs> Well, that I love his, yeah, that nigga, hey, look, I, pardon me, I'm black, I can say that Negro is on some other stuff, but he is the, he's a quintessential artist, and when I listen to, I think what the connection that brings you and King Malachi into the same room, 
is a love for the game, a love for the music, but more than anything else, the artistic presentation which both of you present. This question is, again, for uh, King Malachi. I noticed that there was a great deal of theatric uh, performance when I watched you in Atlanta a couple of weeks ago, and to the point that it, it brought me back to Cab Calloway and it brought me back to the things that you would see, and, and even in someone like Josephine Baker, Little Richard, what have you, you have a very animated presentation. Where did you get that from, King Malachi? Honestly, that's a, it's really a part of my personality, of who I am as a person. Like, you know, I was born animated, you know what I mean? But, you know, I groomed it from, you know, dancing and parties and stuff growing up, you know, like, you know, before I really was on the microphone, you know, I used to dance behind the rap groups and, you know, I'd be in the high school parties and stuff like that in the middle of the dance floor, you know, just letting myself go. You know, I was an acrobat, you know, I did gymnastics, you know what I'm saying? You know, I played all the sports. I was very competitive. So a lot of that stuff comes from just, you know, expressing yourself through sports, you know, um, getting out there and just doing your thing. I come from Orangeburg, South Carolina, small town, but very, very competitive, you know what I'm saying? And you had to really express yourself to, you know, stand out from the pack. And, you know, as far as entertainers are concerned, you know, I admire the James Browns, you know, the Michaels, the Prince, you know what I'm saying? Um, nowadays, modern-wise, modern I like people like, R. Kelly, like, he's class act. R. Kelly, one of those type of guys to me, like, he could have came out at any time period and shine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I look up to folk like that, like people who just really let it go and leave their blood, sweat, tears on the stage. You feel me? That's that's where I come from. That's what I'm about. And, like, my mom my mom was one of those singers that um, she really – I seen my mom make a lot of people cry because it was like on – my mom was the leader of the church choir, and me and my brother used to hold my mother down in the background on the t- in the tennis section. And so, you know, I traveled a lot with my mother, and it's just like my mom really, really gets into a record. Like, she really becomes one with the record, one with the song. And, and she really puts her whole heart, soul, and her being into it. And I, I would have to give a lot of that credit to my mother. You know, and, and, and the same uh, and the same thing, I notice both of you guys keep referring to the influence of family members uh, catalyzing your performance. But, Tony, I know you didn't get this from a lady in the family. The effect that you have on women is uh, I have seen it, ladies and gentlemen. You know, that I was looking at a Dave Chappelle episode, and Dave made the joke saying, do not look in Prince's eyes because next thing you know, you'll be wanting to put on a pair of panties or something like that. But Tony has this way of looking and singing and captivating women. And and I know I've been getting some text messages and all that. Please play the whole song. Play the whole song. So, ladies, I'm going to do that in a second. But uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. But what I want to ask you, Tony, is um, when I think of how you affect women. Uh, I look at the Teddy Pendergrass and the Prince and the Luther Vandross uh, stuff. Uh, what, where, when, where do you see yourself when you're on the stage 
And these women are throwing everything from, oh, and ladies, let me say this. If you don't throw some panties on the stage, make sure they're clean. Make, make sure they're they clean. Make sure they're yeah. clean. Nah, nah, and nah, if they're nah, new, nah, please, don't nah, be throwing nah, the old drawers uh, up on. Uh, Never. Uh, that's me being silly. But uh, the truth of it is, is when you have these things happening, what does it feel like? Are you even aware of the effect that you're having on women? Well, let me tell you something. Some of it is, you know, it is performing, okay? And you got to, just like a, just like a ball player watches, watches the film, see what works and see what's not working and see what they're going to do different the next time. Um, a part of it is that. The other part of it is really, I mean, you know, when you're, when you're telling the truth, you're not looking around to see who's believing you. In other words, you know, these songs, my charge is to tell the truth. Our charge as performers are to, you know, singing a song like When I'm With You, I hear a song that makes me laugh and smile. You know, on the surface, can I, can I be grown up? Yeah, yeah. On the surface, that's some, that's some corny shit. Yeah, yeah. But because, because, because it came from and originated from a place that was honest, it was a real story. It wasn't just like a story that somebody made up. It was someone's genuine feeling. And, you know, when you're telling the truth, then people respond accordingly. And, you know, what woman does not want to be told nice things like that, you know, that you love her and that, you know, she makes your day and she, you, you, she makes you smile. Um, she, she makes you better, those kinds of things. Um, those are, that's, it's honest. And so I just really find myself wanting to commit to my performance. So I'm not looking to see if I'm making somebody swoon. I'm not looking to see if, you know, you know, it's not pretentious. It's not set up. It's genuine. And so, you know, the fact that I do affect people or that we affect people emotionally, for me, is very humbling. And I don't take it for granted because I, I realize, you know, everybody who can sing ain't anointed. Everybody who can't sing doesn't have it. Um, yeah. And they don't, they don't move you on an emotional level. They can sing and it sounds good. But, you know, to have it um, and, and, and to be recognized for it, I have, to, I have to acknowledge where it really comes from because the source really has nothing, nothing at all to do with me, my brother. And everything to do with, with what, that, um, what, has, has, what has been given me divinely, and I recognize that. Well, I I know I recognize this. There's a new song that you have uh, that we have been so anxious to hear. So to America and to the world, what we're getting ready to receive is another gift from Tony Terry. The name of this gift is All I Need by Mr. Tony Terry. I'll be honest, I can't lie, you're all I need in my life My heart inside never felt so right, if this is wrong, I don't wanna be right I think of you all the time, girl you're always on my mind Not a moment of the day goes by, when I don't wish you were by my side You came along, and it's my Shalom, 
the the level of presentation in that is phenomenal, Tony. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. I mean, wow, that is off the chain. When is this new project coming out? Man, I'm grinding on it on a daily basis now because um, I'm, I'm about to – I haven't signed a new deal yet. I'm about to. I'm just a couple of days away from signing it. Um, but I've been working on the record uh, in, in anticipation of signing the deal. Uh, it's, it'll be done very, very soon. Uh, the, the single will be out. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm still not sure what the first single is going to be called or, or which, you know, which one we're going to choose to be the first single because I think that we have a, a, a very strong project here, and I'm very excited about it. So a good problem to have is deciding which, which record to put out first to start this whole thing off. But it'll be out soon. It'll be out, uh, you know, I'm guessing probably April. May at the latest. Well, we are looking forward to that. I know I was begging King Malachi to give me the copy of what you and he recorded, and I did everything but send him a fish basket, and he was like, dude, I, I want to do it, but I can't, but I do have this. King Malachi, there's a rapper that is with you, and I know I'm going to screw up saying his name, Dionysus. Did I say it right? Yes, sir. Dang, okay, I need to give myself a quarter in my cuss jar because I got that right. Um, there's this track, man, that reminds me of uh, music that it's the old meets the new. It's R&B meets hip-hop, and it's called Your Love. Tell me about that track, man. Well, the um, track is is our first single off of our project. We're we're new. We're a group as well. Me and Dionysus, you know, called the Black and White Project, and the song is called Your Love, and it was produced by a young guy named New Vintage out of Florida, out of Orlando, Florida, and the whole. The whole vibe and swag we're coming with with the Black and White Project is, like you just said, it's vintage hip-hop meeting soul music. So on this project, he's doing some of the tracks, and he's spitting bars rapping, you know what I mean? And I'm rapping and doing a lot of the hooks. So, you know, I'm really excited about this project. Everybody's really opening up themselves right now. The city is just opening up. Things are just flowing out where I haven't felt this energy and momentum in a while. You know what I mean? Like, just the way things are just opening up. People are just taken by our presence. You know, the pictures we've been posting online and everything, they like our look and the vibration and the tone of where we're coming from right now. And people saying it's a breath of fresh air. You know, on this whole project, no profanity, et cetera. You know, great lyrics. There's a lot of records for the ladies. And it's like it's been a while since you you really don't get hip-hop love records. And this is a hip-hop love record. And so we're about to really get at these ladies, talk to these ladies, and um, hopefully these ladies take us where we need to do take us where we need to go and change our whole financial state you know what i mean wow i know when tony uh i was at and, and i'm telling you guys if you are in atlanta or plan to be in atlanta on a was it i think it was a friday night um, yeah we do it on, was, we do it on the fourth friday we do it every oh. we do it on the fourth fridays of every month um and and starting this month we're actually going to be moving the event to a new location new location. We're going to be moving to Metro Fusion, um, and I'm really excited about it. It's a beautiful room, beautiful sound. It's in a great location. The food is great. Uh, it should be a very, very nice venture. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I had I have a good friend. Uh, you guys, everybody know who Bowie Flavor Flav is. I was hanging out with his brother, Stephen Drayton, who is a very talented 
uh, movie and film producing, Tony and, and Malachi and, and Stephen. And, and by the way, uh, Stephen, if you're not honeymooning right now and listening to the show, I want to send a shout-out to you and your wife, uh, especially, and even dedicate this record to the two of you guys. But the um, I, I was just stymied. They, Tony introduces these guys, and Malachi had already taken, dominated this room. Even the brother that was hosting the show who could sing his butt off was saying, I do not want to follow. you talking about I don't want to follow Tony Terry. I damn sure don't want to follow this guy either. But he gave this, the guy looks like Justin Timberlake with glasses on, and he's, he comes up to the stage and he says, I will rap to anything. So, you know, about this time, America, I'm just going to be honest, I quit drinking, I don't smoke weed no more. So I was very sober, and I'm just sitting there going, what the hell is about to happen? This dude, is this room, we're in Atlanta, Georgia, the home of every hip-hop artist in the country other than New York City, and I'm checking this dude out. I'm like, okay. Dude, you just set yourself up to get the Apollo hook right off the stage. This dude came out, and when he was finished, my mouth was, my my chin was hitting my chest. I mean, the boy is dope. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, your love featuring the Black and White Project. Baby, you love. Of a woman that is my cocaine. I might sometimes, but it's not a drug. It's just the way that I feel when you're giving me love. Drink you in a cell phone cup. Everything slowed down, but I'm not screwed up. Heal up, wheel up, bring it back, come and wine. We need to make love, baby, one more time. Pray for the day that you say I do. I lie to my homie when I do need you. So smooth, me so rude. When I first met you, speak game at you. King Malachi, at that time wasn't in my right mind, had a nigga mind state, whole nother name but you still saw beauty, making up a king, doing my duty, rock movies in due time, the pleasure's all mine, I wanna see you draped in jewels, keep your tail it like Amber Rose, one day you're gonna see us in that drop top rolls, I expose a few of my goals cause you really touch my soul, baby Becky. 
She was beautiful as usual and super sexy But it ended broken hearted faster than it ever started I still love her to this day if she would only let me Yes, we were the best of friends, whatever happened I am asking you this now to see some hour if I could rekindle the passion But you sit and laughing I never took the action all the time to realize that I was just too busy rapping And I am sorry, I wish I could say goodbye The only woman in my life beside my mom that made me cry I broke it off with you around the time that Oprah died But every time I think of you, it's me that dies the most inside Oh well, man, guess that's how it goes When you trade in your woman to mess around with these toes Hacking self is overzealous in your heart, it froze But baby, it seems that you love the only girl I'll ever know It's just that real And the way that I feel I can't conceal I'ma give you my heart It's just that real Man, that is bang. Thank you, brother. I'm telling you, uh, America, you guys just heard two hit records that nobody has heard other than the people that produced them and performed them. I got to ask, and I'm going to throw this first question back at Tony, and then I'm going to ask you the same question about Tony King Malachi. Tony, when you hear that song, and know that you're influencing this cat. How does that make you feel? Oh, it's very humbling. Um, you know, Malachi is a very prolific writer and is always grinding. Um, and, you know, got mad respect for me and pretty much every artist in the city. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's great to see. I mean, dude, I mean, you saw, you saw, you saw this performance. You know how committed he is, and, you know, it's just refreshing to see um, someone just go hard and just leave it all there. It's all on the stage, you know, and, and, don't, and, uh, and it's consistent that way. You know, when, I, when, I, when he shows up, I already know, you know, it's going to go down. And, and so it's great, and, and it's humbling just, you know, just, just because we're friends, we're connected, um, we feed off each other, and we don't even see each other often. But but when we do, you know, it's always it's always a um, it's always a good um, back and forth. It's always good. The energy is always good. It's always positive, um, and you know, and, and so the work speaks for itself. I don't really have to say anything. All I have to do is put the music on and let it talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's you know, real talk, man. Much put the music much on and let it talk. That's all. Let the music talk. <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to take this from right there, uh, Tony. King Malachi, uh, Tony and I were, uh, a couple of years ago, Tony was getting ready to go do the Tom Joyner cruise. And, you know, Tony mentors me in business and, and industry-related business. And we were having a talk, and at that time, some networks were talking to me about my radio program, and I couldn't get the fit that I wanted. They either wanted to own my name, which that was not going to happen, or they wanted to tell me how to do my show, and that wasn't going to happen. Either and Tony said to me, dude, know your value, because exclusivity costs. And when he told me that, it gave me this peace of mind that allowed me to say, you know what? A blessing deferred is not a blessing denied. So I had the wisdom to realize it's time to step back and allow growth in myself to take place. So here's my question for you, King Malachi. When you were listening to Tony's latest cut, 
I know what I was listening to, and I'm a musician, I'm a drummer. I would not say that in front of Camille Gaynor or Sonny Emery or Phil Collins, but I, you know, I can play a little bit. But the question I have for you, just artist to artist or man to man even, when you listen to Tony's music and you hear the perfection in presentation and you hear the perfection in delivery, what does that summon in you as an artist? Well, one thing that I, that you have to respect about Tony Terry is that um, he really still got the day one vocals. You know what I mean? It's like it's years down the road, and he's still crazy with the riffs and the runs and the precision. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, man, you know, years from now, when I'm at another stage in life, you know what I'm saying, in my eldership, you know, I want to be able to open my – I look at brothers like – Tony Terry and Charlie Wilson, I'd be like, man, you know what I'm saying? Even though I know, you know, Charlie Wilson is, you know, much older than Tony, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, you have to respect, like, man, you still got them day one vocals, like them fresh out of 88, 85, whatever, <laughs> whenever Tony came out, it's like it's still there. And the track that we did together, it's like he just he just destroyed the track. I'm like, why are you singing like this on this record? Why are you killing this track like this right now? Why Why you got to be a vocal animal right now? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, man, super major salute. If I had Incredible Hawk hands, I'd just be like the super, super duper big Incredible Hawk salute to Tony Terry right now for just enduring, you know what I'm saying, years and years. I'm just like, I'm saying to myself, like, man, do you know how many times this dude must have sung when I'm with you in his life? It's just like, it's insane, the hours and the work and the dedication that's there. You know, I put a look in out here, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's like, man, people see me and they be like, man, you're a legend, yo. You When this song came out, I was in high school or this, this, that, and the third. But I'm just like, you know, Tony was out professionally before me on radio, et cetera. And I know that this is a this, this game right here is full of wolves, sharks, and it's very competitive. And it's like to still be here and have those vocals and still letting it go, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm loving that. I'm inspired. And it lets me know that, you know, it's no time limit, bro. It's no time limit. Like, we really could do this forever. As long as we healthy, you know what I'm saying? As long as our bodies are healthy and we take care of ourselves, we could do this forever, bro. I want to be like James Brown in my 70s or whatever and die booked up. You know, I tell you like this. Tony, and this is something I want to say. Music will pimp you like a $3 hoe. I mean, it really will. The industry is a machine. It is a it has a voracious appetite. Uh, like Tony said, the the psychological term is habituation. Where if you just have a have Godzilla walk into a little baby, the first time he's gonna scream and holler. But after Godzilla blood burns down the wall and screams and roars a few times, the baby's just gonna just look over there and laugh at Godzilla. And that's what's happening. We're being force fed all of this crap from the industry and from labels, and there are very few Preston Middletons out there that are producing quality music. There are very few King Malachi's and Tony Terry's that are keeping the vision true and keeping the music true. So what I, I want to ask this couple, these last couple of questions, because I know time is of the essence, and I wanted to get all the music in, which I'm surprised we did. But I, the thing I want to ask you is, how do you 
keep the music playing, Tony? And how do you make it last? Because there are a lot of artists out there that now they're coming into a season stage of their life and they're going down. It still hadn't happened for me yet. What's your word to somebody that knows that they got it, but they just can't get it? Um, I would say let passion be your guide. Um, you know, this, I, I think I'm very, very lucky that I, I'm able to make a living at that which I do for fun. You, you know, you know, like when I was coming up, I didn't, I didn't have to be paid to sing. I just wanted to sing, and you know, I think it's been because if, if I were, and I have been, I have been jaded by the business. There was a, there was a time in there for maybe two or three years where I didn't want to do it anymore. But then I had to recognize, you know what, it's a game. I mean, you have to understand what it is we're doing, and then once you get a handle on what it all is, then you learn how to play the game. So I know this. I know this. And at least in my career, the music has, you know, the, the music dictates what happens, you know, ultimately. But even more so, what dictates what happens is how on top of your business and how aware you are when you're setting yourself up, when you're setting it up. Like if I'm in the studio, if I get involved in a writing session and I write one song or one line in a song, then I know that I'm going to be there when the split sheets are divvied up and, you know, I'm making sure that I'm in so that I'm securing my future. But it really is about, you know, it's about passion for the craft and just being aware. You know, someone, so many of us get in and we're just so excited. Like I have a friend, you know, who, who signed a horrible record deal, a horrible record deal. But he was so happy to have a record deal that he signed it. And I was like, um, what's in the situation from you? I don't know, bro. I just got, you know, I was just, uh, so now you're crying because you don't have, you didn't get an advance. You didn't get this. You didn't get that. Um, and you could have, you missed the opportunity to set those things up when you were negotiating. Um, and you didn't. And now you're crying. Well, let that be a lesson to you. Realize wow. that you, you didn't have to sign that record deal just because it was a record deal. I know you're excited to have a record deal, but check this out. Just like this one came, another one will come. And just make sure that, see, I wouldn't, I, I, at this point in the game for me, I won't sign anything that just doesn't work for me. If it doesn't make sense for me, I'm not signing it. I don't have to do this. I do it now because I love it. It's where I want to be. It's what I want to do. Um, and so, I, I think that my passion keeps keeps it going for me, keeps the fire burning. It is my guide. It, it tells me when to go. It tells me when to stop. I listen. I feel. I pay attention. And that's in a nutshell. King Malachi, listening to what you just heard, what if you were – I know you've been feeling your way through this abyss of music, through you know, through the industry and – taking the time to do it right. Uh, one thing that Tony mentioned when we talked about you in your absence was you had street credit, and now that credit is being recognized by the industry. What advice would you give an aspiring artist so they don't sell their birthright for a plate of food? Give yourself a shot first. You know, it's like, really, to me, you don't even have a deal if they don't come to you striving to give you a deal. You know what I mean? It's like, 
nowadays, you just really have to know what it is. Like, it's a 360 situation. These people are going to make money from your shows. If you're getting a commercial, if you're selling clothing, your merchandise, they're getting it from every aspect. But if you invest in yourself first, you get out here and get your name and your, your, your name and your brand up first, then, you know, you don't have to give as much up and you can get way more up front. You know what I mean? If that's what you choose to do, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not pressed for a record deal myself, you know what I mean? Because I love being able to make the music I want to make. You know, I don't want to make records and my records come before board and they say, well, Kai, you're not talking about Gucci enough or you're not saying, you know, we need you to degrade women more, you know, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? For It's just I like freedom. I would rather take. I would rather make less money, have my freedom, but still be comfortable. You know what I mean. But that's me. You know what I mean. You know I don't want nobody telling me. You know well, we want you to put blue contacts in your head. You know we want you to blind your dreads. You know nah man, none of that, bro. You know what I mean. I'm a boss, man. I'm my own. I'm a leader of myself. You feel me? And I'd rather pay the cost to be the boss. That's what it is. That's why, that's where I'm at. And so, you know, it's just, I guess, where you're at in your life. Like Tony said, you know, um, exclusivity costs. And, I, you know, I know that me personally, I'm a unique individual. If you know you're unique and you bring something to the table and you have your receipts together, make these people pay. Wow. Wow. That is some deep stuff. Uh, I, we're going into this wrap-up. Quick question, Tony. Where are you going to be? When can people see you live? And where can they get some content from you, man? Well, I mean, obviously you can hit me up on my website, uh, MrTonyTerry.com. And uh, my Facebook is Mr. Tony Terry on Twitter, at Mr. Tony Terry. Tour schedule is up there. Um, the new music is coming. All of the information about, you know, what I'm doing and what's happening and where we're going to be, it's all on the website. Uh, so hit a brother up. Follow me. I follow back. Wow, that sounds great. King Malachi, the same question of you. Where can they come see you? Where can they get product? How can they um, know what's going on with you, man? Well, the new stuff isn't out yet, but right now they can I'm mainly on Instagram and Facebook, or you can just Google King Malachi. And my Facebook is King Malachi. My Instagram is The King Malachi. That's K-I-N-G-M-A-L-A-C-H-I. My website is malachi.com. That's M-A-L-A-C-H-E-E. I appreciate everybody. Thank you so much. I appreciate y'all having me. Tony, you know you're the big homie. Salute. I can't wait till our record drop. I can't wait till your album drops. You know what I'm saying? Let's turn up this year. Let's take everything to the next level. Let's do it bigger than we've ever done it before. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, I just want to thank both of you guys for being on the show. Uh, Tony Terry, I love you, man. You're one of my dearest friends, and I'm definitely a fan. King Malachi, the same shout-out goes to you. Thank you guys for sharing the sharing your gifts and your talents and your time with my audience this evening. Thank you, brother. Thanks for having me, bro. All right, God guys. All right, America, you just heard one of uh, something that I think we can take with us that goes beyond just the conversation uh, that we had. There's some things I want you to hear. You don't have to sell yourself short for people to love you. Um, I, I never will forget that 
we were sitting um, just uh, back on the side of a stage having that conversation, and Tony told me, he said, dude, you know what exclusivity costs? The thing, America, and to those of you around the world that are listening right now, I want you to take a moment and just think about this. Have you forgotten whom you are? Have you forgotten that you have a value? You don't have to take, Julie, I know you're going to get mad at me right now, so uh, I'm just, there's no other way to say it. You don't have to take shit off of anybody because at the end of the day, people, they go to the bathroom just like you, and they got to spray when they leave out, and you might not want to go in after them. And I mean that metaphorically. You don't need to go in and smell the stink someone creates in your life, man. You don't have to participate. You don't have to. Uh, when you, uh, give you an example. That job, weren't you looking for a job when you found that one? You don't have to sell yourself out. Matter of fact, many of you are settling in relationships with people and settling and at the job site and settling and, and how you get treated by your significant other. You don't have to put up with that. Let me tell you something. There are people that will love you just the way you are. And I'm not saying that you should not aspire to do better. If you're sitting on your butt and you know doggone well that you are a couple of hundred pounds overweight, it doesn't mean someone has to just depreciate your value. But, hell, you know you need to put that uh, that Mac rib down. You already know it. You know that if you live right across the street from your job and you're late again, come on, man, really, really. You, you're right right across the street and they've ridden you up? I mean, you know when you haven't done the best that you can and you're wondering why the professor just gave you a C or a D on a paper when you know damn well you did not put your effort into your work. Always remember, God blesses the child that's got his own. Always be true to yourself. Always give it 100 because if you don't, how can someone else give you full measure for your value when you don't measure up to what you could fully be? Seriously. There is a time in your life called right now. The saying, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, this very moment, this very second, right now, it's a reason that it's called the present because it is truly a gift. We have to stop settling for less than we deserve. And for as the music goes, let the music play. You know, let, don't go and sleep your life away. The industry has been feeding us all this bull crap. I am so tired of listening to a record about somebody getting shot in the chest, or, you know, or every time. And I swear, I, I know there's some sisters out there going, uh, Mr. Young, really, you don't like looking at black women. Yes, I do. I am a man that loves the, uh, the I like women, period, black or white. But if you've got the features of a black woman, I'm probably preferable to looking at you. You know, it's like well, our women come with the curves and the lips and hips. I mean, we got they women of color. And, and you know, even my Anglo sisters, y'all starting to make some of my uh, sisters that have the natural tan look bad because some of y'all, you know, y'all coming with it. But the deal is be more than just what's on the outside of you, lady. Be more. You know, it's nice to have uh, all of those physical attributes, but what about your character? 
have you lost sight that there's something in the most valuable and beautiful part of you is the part that you can't see right off the bat. It's the part of you that you don't notice right away, but it's the part that you will never forget after you walk away. Let's focus on that. And gentlemen, let the music play. And when I say this, I'm not just talking about the treble and the bass and the C-clef. I'm talking about the music that is called your presence in this life. There is so much more to you than meets the eye. And if you don't take into consideration that value, why in the hell would anyone else? Well, let's do a little housekeeping real quick. First things first. If you have not uh, and you've been under a rock, I want to thank you, America. I want to thank you, my friends in Africa and Egypt and the U.K. and Canada. You know, I just I want to say thank you to Barbados. I want to thank you to the Virgin Islands. We crossed the 10,000 mark, and that is nowhere near where we are capable of going, but it is a very significant accomplishment, and without you, it would not have happened. So in reward for that, we are going to give away lots of stuff, and I'm not talking about chinky prizes. You can take yourself shopping, and we are going to give away, you know, some gift cards and all that kind of stuff. From, uh, if, but we need to know from you which ones to give away. So go to the Dr. D. Yvonne Young website. That's D R D I V A N Y O U N G website, and vote what you think the best prizes should be. That's number one. Number two, if you haven't already hit the like button on the D. Yvonne Young author page on Facebook, please do that. The other thing is I'm on Twitter. I don't even know my name. I really, I swear to God, you guys probably think I'm really tripping, but I don't. So just Google D. Yvonne Young on Twitter and follow us there because we want to be in contact with you. Our goal in 2014, and our goal just perpetually, is to give you the tools that you need to start living a professional profoundly extraordinary life. You deserve the very best. And I want you to know from the Devon Young brand to you, from Mark Gamble, Preston Milton, Julia Randall, Merrill Felder, to everybody that is on my team, we love you. And we, and I know Jaylene Mack, my attorney, we do love you and we sincerely want to engage you at a level that can not only impact your life, but can transform it from what it is to what it is truly meant to be. With that said, Lunchtime Love is coming up on Wednesday at noon Central Standard Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 1 p.m. Eastern. Definitely check us out this Wednesday. And, Julia, get the music ready. We're just about out of here. I want you to know this. If you don't love you and you don't respect you, Why in the hell should anybody else? With that said, I will talk to you on Wednesday. Have an awesome week. I love you. Good night now. (laughs) Bye-bye.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.